Hey y'all, I'm Lucy. And I'm Jean. And we're from the Newsy Floozies podcast with CSPN Media. I know y'all are like, but that's not the podcast we clicked on. But bitch, this is what you got. It mm. is, it is. Because mm. we that queer black podcast you didn't even know you needed. Exactly. Two gay women. Oh my goodness. What are they going to talk about? Tune in and find out. We come out every Monday. We sure do. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at exactly. Newsy Floozies. See y'all on Mondays. Bye. The gay days. Hey. The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? A-Town Connection right here. You got Young Bloods uh, featuring Daddy Fat Sack. You know what I'm talking about? Outcast. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like this. Check it out. Hello, listeners and podcast land. Been gone for a minute, but we're back with the motherfucking jump off. It is the Crown of College podcast. I am one half of your host, Jeremy, aka Black Dante on Twitter, aka Nigamore, aka please donate to my cash outs to fund my Get Jeremy a Switch uh, for Christmas fund. Please thank you so much. And I'm joined by the other half of the podcast, one of the dopest people that I've met via the internet over two identities, my friend and co-host. What's going on, y'all? This is Bianca, a.k.a. Tell Bianca XO, a.k.a. BigSickBitch.com, because... <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> I am big, and I don't feel my best, which is why I sound like an NPR radio host right now. Hello. Yeah, Bianca. <laughs> Hilarious. Bianca was sick last week and is still sick, but we figured we're going to do a short little show and hopefully Bianca will be back at 100% and we will be giving y'all hashtag content at our regular time and our regular schedule. But we decided to give y'all a little something because we know y'all miss us and love us. And, you know, we consistency is what we go for here at the Crown and College podcast. So. We bike. We bike. So, um, first of all, I have to I have to get this off my chest. Um, I told Bianca pregame I haven't ran in my spirit, and I do. Um, we are recording this on Thursday, which, Thursday? First of all, <laughs> first of all, I got to say this. I Listen, God bless Susan. That girl try. I will give her that. She has her own lane and she sticks to it she she knows that her lane is subtweet music and she does it well and th- that is perfectly her lane and she stays in it and i ain't mad this is get your coins however i'll be damned if that girl don't sing like somebody like like she sing live like she got her tongue stuck on like a, a bar of ice or some shit like i'll be damned i'll be damned if when she sing live she don't sound like she got ice in her mouth i'll be damned Cause ooh shit, <laughs> that one clip on Twitter, she said toys. I'm like, girl, did you, like, girl, did you burn burn your tongue with some grits or something? Like, what the fuck? You imagine her and Dave Loaf making songs together, like oh. make a whole album together. <laughs> like somebody just got a heavy ass tongue. I'm gonna kill your whole motherfucking family. 
Like they enunciate the shit out of them. Like they'll like they'll treat like constants like vowels, like enunciating the shit pro enunciating the shit out of them for no goddamn reason. That'll be some shit. But that ain't my rent. But that, I might listen to that. I, you know what? I would listen to it to laugh, but you know, you know. You know, but anyway, that ain't that ain't my rant. But we're record, recording this on Thursday, and it is like a quarter after nine. Usually, me and Eastern East Standard Time. Usually, me and Bianca record like seven thirty Eastern Standard Time when I get home from work in the gym. Let me tell you something. You non-driver knuckle-dragging ass motherfuckers in Metro Atlanta get on my motherfucking nerves. It makes no fucking sense. It makes no fucking sense. I leave the goddamn gym at at seven seven fucking o'clock. Look look on my GPS. That bitch is blue as the the, the <laughs> that bitch is blue as the house right now. Shout out to the Dems. Um, when I leave the gym, I get on the road just to double check. It, that bitch turned red within like 10 minutes. You non-driving ass niggas get on my motherfucking nerves in Metro, Metro Atlanta. I'll be down. And listen, I look, I at first I kind of resented this because I felt like people were being extra and I still do to an extent. But listen, I totally get why mother why people say don't move your ass to Atlanta. And I ain't talking about you motherfuckers that live in some motherfucking Marietta talking about don't move to Atlanta. You ain't even in the fucking perimeter. So I don't even... Like, that shit trip. It'd be a motherfucker living in social circle talking about don't move to Atlanta. Nigga, you ain't in Atlanta. The fuck? You ain't even in the metro. What the fuck are you talking about? But anyway, I want y'all to get y'all cousins because they stressed me the fuck out. Like, I te- I told, I had, when I text you, like, it was like 8 something, like 8.15. way over there. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, well, mm. I, same, I feel you. But I text Bianca like eight fifteen, e, 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 like, like girl, I ain't even home yet. Like it's a goddamn accident. I swear, like it'll be some shit where like you get you you see your destination. That bitch blue as a motherfucker, blue as the sky. Then you get on the road, you check the shit again, the shit turn yellow. You like ah, okay. Then that bitch go red. Then they take you to the alternate route. Then you get on the alternate route. It's an accident on the alternate route. Then you get on another alternate route. It's an accident on that motherfucker. It's like, you niggas, y'all niggas don't have homes to go to. Y'all don't don't have, y'all ain't got homes to go to. You ain't got, you ain't got um, dinner to be cooking. You ain't got shows to be watching something over there being on the road causing goddamn accidents. Like, what is, what, huh? What, what? Oh. This is why I always say people think I be bullshitting. I, I listen. I'm from the country. I feel more safe and more comfortable driving on dirt roads going 90 fucking miles per hour on some bad tires than I do driving in Metro Atlanta. Cause you don't know you these niggas can't drive. These niggas drive. I, I swear. I, I swear. I believe these niggas drive with their feet. They have to. They have to. It makes no fucking sense. It makes no goddamn sense otherwise. Anyway, whew, I had that around in my spirit. That shit made me motherfucking mad. We recording later than usual. I'm thinking I'm going to get home at like 740. I ain't getting this bitch till 9 o'clock. Me and Bianca just started fucking recording. Because you now driving ass niggas. Whew. Tell them about you, man, son. Uh, VV man. B- bigly. Bigly upset. 
Anyway, speaking right, of... I've saying that, I sounded like an NPR host. Holy shit. Remember that challenge a couple months ago? Hey, yeah. Uh, <laughs> NPR name is a pattern and then a dead musician. I was like, ooh, I'm Hound Sooth Adderley, and you're listening to All Things Considered on NPR. <laughs> and I feel like I'm actually that person. <laughs> you're doing amazing, sweetie. Oh. Well, speaking of, speaking of Atlanta, though, <laughs> speaking of Atlanta, speaking of... <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of my um ass backwards ass state, um my girl they doing my girl uh Stacy Adams dirty. Abrams. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh they doing my girl dirty. Uh first of all, Brian Kemp don't even slap like that, so I don't even know why he was even like uh 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 like on the ballot anyway, my nigga. Like I don't like like you don't like nigga. First of all, I wish the fuck I would go to the ballot and vote for a motherfucker named Kemp. You got me fucked up. That ain't don't even that ain't, in the words of can't win. That don't even sound attractive, nigga. What the fuck? <laughs> First of all, you ain't never met a nigga named Brian that wasn't <laughs> and using nigga race friendly here. You ain't never met a nigga named Brian that was ever worth a damn. That's number one. Number two, you ain't never met a nigga named Kemp that didn't steal. Even Johnny Kemp? You think he was a thief? You got me there. I don't. You know, I don't think he had tendencies. I don't think he was out and out thief, but I think you know who helped you look for shit that you lost. You You know know what exactly what it was. He wasn't the one stolen, but he knows somebody did. Yeah, you know what he right. You know what he is. He the nigga. He won't steal, but he'll know who is stealing, but he won't tell you. That's who he is. He the nigga. He the nigga that. (laughs) He the nigga that don't that take don't snitch. To the extreme, well, even if it's some shit where like it's really bad and you really need to snitch, quote unquote, he won't do it. <laughs> That's him. But um, but speaking speaking of stealing, this <laughs> this this flows naturally. Um, they got my girl tied up in some bullshit. Um, hopefully, hopefully, I think think it'll be a runoff, and I think maybe we'll uh, re-vote. I think they. From what I saw, I think they pushing for December fourth, but I don't know if that's confirmed yet or not. Um, but who child of voter suppression? This 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 goddamn fur looking motherfucker. How you gonna suppress votes and then re- and then resign on the day after the motherfucking election or two days after the goddamn election? You bitch, you. Oh, Brian Kemp, boy, fuck you. If you ever happen to listen to this shit, boy, fuck you. But that ain't why I'm bringing up Stacey. Because I knew. First of all, I believe Stacy can. I believe she can make a mean ass pot of greens. I just feel it in my spirit. I feel like her. I feel like her greens and macaroni and cheese is banging. I just feel it. I feel it in my bones. But with that said, I knew she was the person I needed to vote for. Because my girl Stacy, in her past life. Under alternate name, my girl is out here writing hood nigglature. Yes, my nigga, yes. This whole show has come full circle. It comes full circle here on the Crown of College podcast. My girl, Stacy is out here writing, not only running for governor, but writing hood nigglature. And just cop to it. It was like, hell, me. Yeah, because I thought the shit, because a friend came over to my house Saturday and told me this shit, and I was like, "Girl, you fucking." I know. I was like, "I know you fucking lying." She was like, "Nah, nah, nah, 
nah, she they <laughs> when she was doing her runs for, for the campaign and they and uh, she was doing a, a radio show here. Um, I forget the name of the damn one, but and but they brought it up. And she was like, oh, yeah, that's. I just wrote on a different name back in the day. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, yeah. Well, she wrote under the name Selena Montgomery, which, first of all, that is a black-ass damn name. <laughs> that is black as fuck. Uh, but one of her books is called Hidden Sin. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. My next paycheck, just, just, to, just to be in solidarity with my, hopefully, with this investigation and this bullshit that they... Um, hopefully gonna trump Brian Kemp up Kemp up on hopefully my next governor is so solidarity. I'm gonna buy this goddamn book. And I'm gonna read it. And then we I'm gonna bring it back and talk about it on the Crown of College podcast. That's what you have to have solidarity. Solidarity, okay? But yes, so if you if you wanna see, if you wanna see <laughs> What Stacy is doing in her downtime, but what she did do in her downtime before she was out here trying to change Georgia and change the world and lives of so many people, go on Amazon and check out Selena Montgomery <laughs> and her countless hood nickelature. So that's been your homework and peace. Peace. Almost it. I almost said POC. <laughs> PSA. Yo, PSA. And homework from the Crown of College podcast. Speaking of black women just doing all types of things and being amazing. And speaking of elections. So, um, <clears throat> and probably what was one of the most compelling and heart wrenching in a good way things that I saw over the election, over the midterm elections. That Lucy McBath uh, won. Um, as, whoa, holy shit! She got elected to Congress and took. If I'm reading this right, wasn't it on um, Newt um, Gingrich old seat? I think. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. North Carolina. Yeah. 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 Uh, Lucy McBath, whose son Jordan Davis, and this is from the. This is from in. New York Magazine. <clears throat> Let me start that over. On Lucy McBath, whose son Jordan Davis was murdered by a racist motorist in Florida. Woo, child. Speaking of Florida, woo, child. Ooh. Ooh. Florida always fucking always on this shit. Fucking Florida. Oh. Woo. Talk about, talk about ballot. Florida, you know. It's something always with Florida and motherfucking ballots. I swear for God. Ooh, child. But anyway. <clears throat> um, yeah, Jordan Davis was slain by a racist murderers in, in Florida 2014. She declared victory on Wednesday in her bid to unseat Republican incumbent Karen Handel as representative of Georgia's 6th Congressional District with Bath. Currently holds a lead of around two, three thousand votes, well within the recount range according to the Atlanta Journal Constitution, with four four thousand seven hundred combined provisional overseas ballots yet to be counted by Fulton County, part of which is included in the district. <clears throat> Quote: I pledge to work hard, to work hard fighting for every single person and family in this district. McBeth said in a statement. 
Handler conceded on Thursday. I think every state should switch to vote by mail. Yo, listen. Listen. I'm going to tell you, living out here, so, okay, so where I grew up in New Orleans, we voted at an elementary school, and we had something like six voting machines. It was a little cafeteria, so it didn't have the most space, but on the whole, even when the lines were long, like on 2008 Election Day, for example, we got in and out pretty quick. Um, yeah. And in 2012, I voted early, but there was, like, only a handful of places to vote early. One of them happened to be by where my mom worked, so... Um, I was running errands and then I picked her up and we went to the spot and voted early and again, a medium sized cafeteria at like old school or something. And, you know, it snaked around the building once, but it was moving and they had like eight machines and we got in and out pretty quick, (coughs) but I live out here now and they mail you your ballot and they tell you like the, the election commissioner website tells you, hey, ballots will be mailed by October 15th. And usually it's like right on that date, but sometimes you get them a little sooner. And then they put ballot boxes all over the place. So like where I live, it's a bunch of apartment complexes. And once you get out of like where I live and you cross the main thruway 99th, it's a bus station. It's a big bus terminal, uh, one of the bigger hubs in the city. And one of the ballot boxes is over at the bus station. So, you know, people who use public transportation can just walk right up to it. When they got like eight or nine of them. And, you know, for a city this size, it's really all you need. A city felt like Atlanta, you might need like 45, 50 drop boxes. But, yeah, it's so easy. So the way it works is uh, an election, an election day, picks up the ballots at like eight o'clock. Um, except for on election day, they do like three pickups. They do one at noon, they do one at five, and they do one at the end of the day. Um, and they bring them to the, you know, county counselor's office and they pop the shit open and they count it and they update the website every day. Um, it'll tell you how many people, how many ballots were collected, what percentage of the population that is, and then they'll tell you, I think once a week, what percentage of the populace has actually voted. And I think out here it was like 77% the last time I looked. And that shit made me kind of happy. Like, I live in a county that's a coin flip county. Um, it can go red, it can go blue, it just depends. Um, it's weird because like our sheriff, for example, is a Republican like through and through. But I watched the interviews of him in the days running up to the election. And I'm going to just be honest with you. You would not think this dude was a Republican, like, based on how he answers questions about, like, the LGBTQ community, his approach to policing, like, the training that, you know, he pushed for. Like, there was a ballot initiative that said um, this concerns getting police, like, de-escalation training, crisis unit response style training, um, firearms usage protection uh, uh, trainings, things like that. And he endorsed it. He was like, so where I live, again, I'm in Clark County, Washington. Um, I don't think there's been an officer-involved shooting in like a long time here. <coughs> and some of it is on this uh, sheriff, and some of it's on the one he replaced like eight years ago. But 
the fact that, you know, again, he was like, I want people to want better for our police officers. And that shit won't want like 70% of the vote. So it's weird. But yeah, the notion of a ballot box, just a drop site, would make this so much easier because, you know, you hire a staff and they check the boxes, you know, a couple times a day and they pull the votes out and they count them. You can, you know, can request an audit if you want. And confirm that your vote got put in even like weeks after the fact. That's how that should be. There shouldn't be all this voter suppression, you know, oh, we're going to give you the machine and you can just press party line, but when you go to review your choices, it picks the other person in the opposite party. That's just so garbage to me. Like, you can't dispute which box I filled in, which box I didn't fill in. Yeah, it, we, it, this, this shit is so archaic and fucked up, but, uh, um, but yeah, despite all that, Lucy um, won. She, quote, <clears throat> this is from the New York Times. I switched to a different article. Uh, quote, six years ago, I went from a Marietta mom to a mother on a mission, she said, referencing her teenage son's death, Jordan Davis. Um, and he was killed. And we know that he was later, the guy, the guy was later, uh, charged, convicted with first degree murder. Um, it, <clears throat> the lady she defeated Hamda said it is clear I came up a bit short Tuesday quote uh, no shit congratulations to representative elect Lucy McBeth and send her only good thoughts and much prayer on the journey that lies ahead for her well at least you're going out class mm-hmm. at least you're going out class uh, and speaking of classes she said Miss um, McBeth said quote at the end of the at the end of the day, first of all, black people love to say at the end of the day, don't we? <laughs> that, is a, that, is, that is a trademark of niggadom right there. Whenever we say at the end of the day, that <laughs> that's in our DNA, that line. <clears throat> Quote, at the end of the day, whatever you think about me, whatever happens or whatever I become in the future, I'll still always be Jordan's mom. <laughs> well... Well, good luck to her, and that's what we need. I believe we need more, like, activists or, you know, at least advocates that's kind of like grassroots or from the ground up, either by choice or by circumstance in these, posi- you know, in these positions of power. And, you know, all the best to her. Black women coming to, coming to fuck through and doing awesome shit. Speaking of, another one. <clears throat> Missy. Mr. Mina V. Elliott just made history. She is now the first female rapper to become a Songwriters Hall of Fame nominee. First of all, for rap, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, for rap. But uh, first of all, the first, and it always boggles me that it's like 2018 and we're still doing first. But, you know, because we're known not to take the shine off. Nikki, I mean, damn, not Nikki. Ooh, hell no, not Nikki. Ooh, shit. <clears throat> um, cause wasn't um, wasn't Jay Z like the first rapper to be inducted just recently? Like I think so, first, yeah. Yeah, he was the first rapper period to be inducted just recently, wasn't he? Yeah, because that was like twenty sixteen or that. Yeah, cause it ain't but three. It ain't but three. It's Jay Z and Jermaine just got in. Jermaine Dupree just got inducted, like literally like a week ago or two weeks ago 
and now Missy. So yeah, it ain't but three. And she the first woman. So well, wow. Wow. But uh, but yes, <clears throat> according to the Associated Press, Missy could be could and she will, because we're putting it into the universe because she fucking deserves. Become the third rapper in history to enter the prestigious organization following Jay-Z and Jermaine Dupree. With a career spanning more than two decades, the rapper, singer, songwriter, producer, dancer, and overall icon, iconic, <laughs> has crafted songs for Beyonce, Janet Jackson, Mariah Carey, Aaliyah, Diddy, Whitney Houston, and more. Songwriters are eligible for induction after writing hit songs for a minimum of 20 years. Holy, a minimum of 20 years. Holy shit. Missy responded to the news on Twitter, writing, I am humbly grateful to be nominated with so many other amazing and all caps writers. Missy's you can't say nothing bad about Missy Elliott, man. She is just she is a wonderful human being. Like and and Asian, listen, Missy Asian in reverse. (laughs) She is I'm convinced her her she got whatever fucking potion for real got. Because I'll be damned if every time I don't see Missy Elliott, she she getting finer and finer and finer and finer. I like what huh, what what? It's like she got a it's like she got a secret cauldron of just like I'm going to level up and stun on you hoes every day. <laughs> like what? what? Huh? Anyway, as I continue, Missy is Missy is among the performance. The performing nominees, which includes Mariah Carey, Chrissy Hyde, Vince Gill, Mike Love, Jimmy, Cl- Jimmy Cliff, Jeff, Jeff Lyne. I'm probably fucking up some of these names. Forgive me. Cat Stevens, <coughs> John Prine, Lord Price, Tommy James, and the Arithmics? Annie Lonnix and Dave Stewart. And the non- is the front woman of Eurythmics and Annie Lennox is more or less a religion in this here house. So. Thanks so much, Frank. Respect on Annie Lennox's name. No, <laughs> and the non-performer nominees are Jack Tempich, um, Dean Dillon, Jerry Fuller, Tom T. Hall, Rogers Nicholas, and Dallas Austin. All right. In 2020, Missy will be eligible for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And <laughs> I love the, the article here. Uh, let's hope she makes that milestone, too. And throw in a future MTV Michael Jackson video Vanguard Award while we're at it, which she is long overdue for. <clears throat> well, yeah. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame says you got to have been making music for 25 years. And I think Missy's first thing was in 94. Or I want to say where she was credited as an artist. Because remember, she was in the Devontae Swing House for all those years. Um, yep. With Timbaland. And crazy enough, with Pharrell also. And <clears throat> there was some, some interesting history um, in terms of like what that experience was like for them, how it changed, and why they ultimately all had to break off. But yeah, it wouldn't shock me to learn that you know, like certain years may not have necessarily been counted. Because she was an accredited artist or accredited contributor, or whatever. But yeah, twenty-five years is the minimal threshold. Um. It's so much shit that Missy has been a part of. Like it's amazing. Like Missy, you just have to put respect on her name. You have to. 
There's no like she commands she commands respect in everything that she does. Everything. It's so much like our, our faves, a lot of our faves, my fave, your fave, they fave, everybody fave. It wouldn't be no faves if it wasn't for Missy. Wouldn't be. So you, you really have to put respect on her name and appreciate her and give her all the roses and all the things that she deserves because she deserves them. And I know a lot of us, um, some of us of the opinion that we shouldn't be begging the uh, MTV to give her the video, uh, the Vanguard Award, um, and that like we, like us, maybe like BET or something should be celebrating and giving her, her the award, which I don't disagree with. Um, I get it, but I feel like it's not so much people begging or in my opinion, it's not so much people begging. It's just saying, yo, like, how, like, what? Like, you, you're not going to give hoop, huh, what, you, huh, what? You're not going to give hoops they just do? <laughs> like, really? Like, that's, that's what we're doing? Of all the people to not, to giving, to not giving a war to, we're going, we're going, we're going to not give it to Missy? Really? That's, that's what we're doing. That's, that's what we're doing on the ground. Okay, cool. But I'm excited. Um, I'm excited for Missy. And like I said, hopefully she gets it. She deserves. She more than deserves. She's old and she is old, honestly. And we do we really as as a as a as a community, as 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 a planet, <laughs> as anything under the sun, we really don't deserve Missy. Really don't. So yeah. Um, you know, I think that's I think that's enough for today. Like I would kind of agree. Yeah, like I said, this was just going to be a short one. You know, hopefully Bianca makes a full recovery and we'll provide y'all with a full show and more full hashtag content on Monday. And you know, usually y'all y'all are here Tuesday because that's usually when me and Don put it out. Um, so yeah, share this, like this on Facebook. Uh, Facebook page, uh, the link is which me and Bianca are going to get that together because Lord, Lord knows, y'all know I'll get on Facebook like once every two months. Um, but we're going to get the Facebook page popping a bit more. Um, I'm going to get with Curtis um, and try to hook up getting an Instagram page. Um, we're going to be more active. Um, so like us on Facebook, share us, with your friends, your family, your little head ass cousin that is kind of getting it, but he's still a head ass. Um, and maybe we could push him over to not being head ass. Um, give us a rating, a review, rate us five stars, please. No one star wars. Thank you so much. And yeah, yeah give us four stars. That's slow bottom hater attitudes. I know, right? Um, so yeah, Bianca, you got any parting words? Um, Nah, not today. Y'all just still be awesome to each other. Oh, I do have parting words. Um, I got on stage again with Big Frida in town, and took my ass on stage with Big Frida again. Hey. 
and got my life here in Tank and the Bangers last night. First time hearing them in five years. And the Tank is a personal friend of mine, um, <clears throat> which made the Facebook picture that I put up, you know, a little bit of a flex because, you know, that's, that's my girl from way back. And yet it was so dope to see her perform and just really watch the way that, like, this band who used to be tanking the Black Star Bankers because of the cafe they used to play at. Um, just the way they got shot out of a cannon. And it's like going on two years now. They did the Tiny Desk thing. They won it. And it has been go, 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 go ever since. And someone who's a friend in that way. It just feels really good to watch her continued growth. And, you know, yesterday we got to catch up for a little bit, which I needed because I just needed to be around some people from New Orleans again and or to the accents and the stories and the travel stories and everything. So this is my thank you 2018 to both Big Frida and Tank and the Bangers. Um, so yeah, if they come to your city, go check them out. That's what I'm trying to say here. Yep. And I think with that, um, we're going to call it the show. So we'll see y'all next week. I think I don't want nothing to keep me from you.